Thank you for listening to Preaching the Word with Nathan Deach. Welcome again to another episode of the Mysteries of God's Word. Today we're going to be looking at Genesis chapter 13, where Abram separates from his nephew Lot. We read, So Abram went up from Egypt, he and his wife and all that he had, and Lot with him into the Negeb. So now, if you remember from last week, Abram and Sarai and Lot had all gone to Egypt, and Abram has just been forcibly kicked out of Egypt by Pharaoh. And after being forcibly kicked out of Egypt, he and his wife and all that they had, along with Lot, went into the Negeb. The Negeb, again, is an arid region of Israel. It's south of the Judean hillside, and it's kind of a, a double basin that sits between the hills of Judah to the north, with the wilderness to the south. Its shape is kind of like an hourglass turned on its side, with both basins side by side. Abram and his entire crew are heading from Egypt into the Negeb. Now, picking up in verse 2, Abram was very rich in livestock, in silver, and in gold. And he journeyed from the Negeb as far as Bethel, to the place where his tent had been at the beginning, between Bethel and I, to the place where he had made an altar at the first. And there Abram called upon the name of the Lord, we see here that Abram traveled from the Negeb north to that place again where he was between Bethel and I, that place where he had made an altar. And here, Abram is seeking the Lord's face. He's calling on the name of the Lord. Picking up in verse 5, we see, And Lot, who went with Abram, also had flocks and herds and tents, so that the land could not support both of them dwelling together, for their possessions were so great that they could not dwell together. So we see that Lot, as well as Abram, had been accumulating wealth and establishing his family as he traveled with Abram. And now it says the flocks, the herds, and the tents were so great that they couldn't dwell together. So they had accumulated so many possessions and so many animals that the ground that they shared simply could not provide for all of the animals, and it was not easy to live next to one another. Perhaps the animals were starting to get mixed up. Perhaps there were injuries occurring due to overcrowding. But whatever the case, the herdsmen of Abram and Lot were starting to have strife between them. In verse 7, we read, And there was strife between the herdsmen of Abram's livestock and the herdsmen of Lot's livestock. And at that time, the Canaanites and Perizzites were dwelling in the land. Whatever was bringing about this strife between them, it had become hard to navigate the workday without conflict. And perhaps because the Canaanites and Perizzites were dwelling in the land, it also made it imperative that they stayed close together to protect their herds, which could have added to the mixing up of the herds. 
Picking up in verse 8, we read, And then Abram said to Lot, Let there be no strife between you and me, between your herdsmen and my herdsmen, for we're kinsmen. Is not the whole land before you? Separate yourself from me. If you take the left hand, I'll go to the right. If you take the right hand, I'll go to the left. So we see that Abram did not let his relationship with Lot get in the way of doing what was best for everyone involved. Abram's relationship with Lot was like a brother. In fact, the word for kinsman here means brother. In contrast to how Abram dealt unfaithfully with Sarai and Pharaoh, here we see with Lot and the servants, Abram is speaking out of wisdom and love. And Abram says, separate yourself. If you take this way, I'll go that way. While Abram was the elder and the wiser of the two, he didn't use his position to take first pick. Rather, he humbly allowed Lot to take first pick, letting his nephew Lot know that he was looking out for him and his servant in the midst of this contention. Consider how many family fights have been fought over money or material possessions. Money cannot buy the blessings that family freely gives. Verse 10 says, And Lot lifted up his eyes and saw that the Jordan River Valley was well watered everywhere, like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt in the direction of Zor. And this was before Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. So Lot chose for himself all the Jordan Valley, and Lot journeyed east. Thus, they separated from one another. So just to give some logistics on this, Abram and Lot right now are between Bethel and Ai, where Abram had set up his tent. It's west of the Jordan River, about 10 miles, and it's northwest of the Dead Sea, about 20 miles. At this time, prior to the fire and brimstone judgment on Sodom and Gomorrah, the land on both sides of the Jordan was lush. Lot told Abram he wanted the valley of the Jordan River, and he headed to the east side of the Dead Sea towards Zor, which is a city in the southern basin of the Dead Sea, near Sodom and Gomorrah. Verse 12 says Abram settled in the land of Canaan, while Lot settled amongst the cities of the valley and moved his tent as far as Sodom. Now the men of Sodom were wicked and great sinners against the Lord. So we see in verse 12 that Abram is settling down in the land of Canaan, which was not as lush as the river valley of the Jordan, but probably was really good land for herding cattle. But Lot went to the cities of the valley. Now that description, the cities of the valley, is describing the five cities of the plains which included Zor, it included Sodom and Gomorrah, as well as two other cities down in the, the southern plains or southern basin of the Jordan Valley, more toward the east side. And we read that the men of Sodom were wicked, great sinners against the Lord. And that statement is preparing us for the judgment of the Lord that's going to come down upon the cities of the plains. The men of Sodom were wicked because, as we know, there was great sexual immorality and perverseness going on in the city. 
In verse 14, we read, The Lord said to Abram, after Lot had separated from him, Lift up your eyes and look from the place where you are. Northward and southward and eastward and westward, for all the land that you see, I will give you and your offspring forever. I will make your offspring as the dust of the earth, so that if one can count the dust of the earth, your offspring can be counted. Arise, walk through the length and the breadth of the land, for I will give it to you. So Abram moved his tent and came and settled by the oaks of Bamir, which are at Hebron. And there he built an altar to the Lord. So we see in verses 14 through 18, God reaffirming the eternal promise he gave Abram in chapter 12, verses 1 through 3. Again, God reaffirms the eternal promised land, an offspring so numerable that they will not be able to be counted, just like the dust of the earth. We see God use this language with Abram in other places where God tells Abram his offspring will be like the number of the stars. So now we see Abram moving his tent and settling by the oaks of Mamir, which are at Hebron. Just for clarification on Hebron, Hebron and Mamir are the same. And after Abram separates from Lot, he picks up camp and heads towards Hebron to set up camp once again, and there he built an altar to the Lord. Now Hebron is a town southwest of Jerusalem, just about 40 miles. And the Oaks of Mamir was really the earliest name of this whole region. Hebron, the city, probably wasn't even built during this early time of Abram's life. So the Oaks of Mamir is this region where Abram first came into the Promised Land. More of a campsite, really, than a city. And it's likely named after a man that helped Abram to rescue Lot, a man named Mamir the Amorite. Next week, we're going to look at Genesis chapter 14, an incredible chapter detailing raids, detailing kings who have allied together, waging war against wicked kings and giants, as well as Abram becoming a warrior and rescuing his nephew, Lot. And finally, Abram meeting the priest of God Most High, Melchizedek. Join me next week for a most adventurous chapter. And God bless you this week. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understandings. 